Hour of Wilde and Tausch live from the Tundra Trio in the shadows of Lambeau Field with Jesse Nelson as, as our cousin sub of the day. Cousin subs, we believe in better begins now. Uh, Jesse, you mentioned this, and I heard Hunter mention it in our ESPN Madison Sports Center. But the Brewers did make another trade, smaller story than the Josh Hader trade by all accounts. Uh, smaller story, but definitely a supplemental uh, element of the Josh Hader trade. Late last night, the Brewers acquired reliever Matt Bush from the Texas Rangers. Bush, in exchange for uh, infielder, kind of utility guy, Mark Mathias, and a left-handed pitcher, Antoine Kelly, who was a Rule 5 guy. Uh, that's a big deal, because now you lose Josh Hader, you assume, at least I assume, Devin Williams becomes the closer. Taylor Rogers comes from San Diego. He, he could probably be an eighth-inning guy comfortably as a former closer, also a closing option, kind of like what Devin Williams was. Right. And now Matt Bush is a really good back-end reliever, too. So you add him, if you think this is a seventh, eighth, ninth kind of combo, plus what they already have in-house, this is the formula for postseason success. I think that's what David Stearns is looking at, saying we don't necessarily need – you know, the the all-star closer, even though it's nice that you still have one in Devin Williams. But you add three or four dependable guys in the back end, these starters that can go six innings in postseason play get you to that point in the game. That's the formula for postseason success. Just got to put runs on the board to supplement it. But that's a big move to get Matt Bush last night. Well, let's ask someone who knows, no offense, Jesse, a hell of a lot more than you do. Yep. He is our friend from Bally Sports, Wisconsin, and... He's one of the few people that when Jesse calls, he says yes and joins our show. <laughs> it is our friend Bill Schroeder from Valley Sports, Wisconsin. Bill, how are you, buddy? Doing well, sitting by the Allegheny River, waiting for your phone call. And uh, I would imagine you want to talk about Josh Hader, huh? We would like to get your expert view of this well. trade. Because I'll say this, the listening to our fans who have reacted and looking through social media and seeing some of the reactions from fans elsewhere, I it, it's almost as if it's, I'm not completely surprised, and I understand the reasoning, but I'm not sure it helps the Brewers this year, right now, in this moment. That seems to be the overarching fan reaction. What do you think about that? Well, yeah, I, I don't blame the fans for being disappointed, and, you know, Josh Hader's been... I mean, just the best reliever in baseball since he's been to Milwaukee, since he's gotten to Milwaukee. But, you know, this is one of these deals where had it not been for the success of Devin Williams, this deal would not have been uh, been able to be pulled off. I think that mm-hmm. the Brewers are pretty happy with the way Devin Williams has been throwing the baseball, and this is a lot about him. Well, the Brewers got another closer in, um, in Rodgers um, in, in return for, for, for Josh. I mean, everybody's going to miss Josh Hader. I mean – He's an upstanding guy, you know, three-time reliever of the year. We don't have to go through all the accolades for Josh Hader, but, yeah, he's going to be missed on the field, off the field. Uh, You know, my only main concern, I I think the Brewers are going to be able to cover uh, Josh Hader's ninth inning. I mean, it it might not be the way it has been in the past, but my concern maybe is the reaction of the team, the reaction, you know, maybe the the change in culture down in that bullpen. Everybody's going to have to step it up. A little bit more, but I think the Brewers have the talent to be able to do that. Um, they got some pretty good talent in return, 
Um, Lamette is a big leaguer, five-year big leaguer, then a couple of minor leaguers that uh, are, you know, two of their top ten prospects. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shocker. I, I, you figure it was going to be coming maybe next year, but I think David Stearns had the way the pluses and minuses and get as much as you can for Josh now as opposed to trying to wait till next year. You're not going to get as much for him. Bill, what does it do in the clubhouse? You obviously played a lot of years in the majors. You've been around this team for a long time. You are, this is a first-place team, and mm-hmm. you still have, obviously, playoff expectations. What is, if you're a player in that clubhouse, what's your reaction, and what are you thinking? Well, well, first of all, you understand the business of the game. I mean, everybody, they, these guys get along better uh, this year than I've ever seen in a long, long time in a, in a Brewers organization. Not that they didn't get along before, but there's a real cohesiveness with this group, and uh, Josh Hader was a big part of that. Yeah, I, as I said, I think that the initial shock, um, you know, that he got traded is going to wear off at some point. Um, I know the guys all did their goodbyes to Josh yesterday in Pittsburgh here. Um, but, you know, you got to move on. I mean, it's one of those things. It's a business decision. You get so you still have Devin Williams. I mean, this is not like the Brewers don't have anybody to cover the ninth inning. I mean, he's going to do a good job in that, I, I would imagine. Then you got Trevor Rogers, but that remains to be seen. You know, the the, the emotional thing, and you know the um, you know the, the the reaction of the players and how this is going to affect them. That remains to be seen. Who knows how it's going to go. Uh, Bill, first of all, it's extra special that you join us today when uh, Tausch is not on the show. Uh, that means I get to talk to you a little extra, which is always wonderful. So I appreciate well, that. Well, he, he, he actually threatened me if I didn't come on. So <laughs> Nice. Uh, he's always got our back uh, on his summer sabbatical. So uh, obviously a lot of the pitching you know, discussion is ensuing here from the Josh Hader trade. Offensively, are the Brewers set up for postseason success, or do you think they might still try to add a bat here before the deadline this afternoon? Boy, it would be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, to add a bat. I mean, I know that they've been really swinging the bats well, averaging well before uh, yesterday, almost seven runs a game since the All-Star break. The guys started to come together. I don't think that that All-Star break could have come at a better time. I think the guys are tired. I mean, they had a lot of road games in the first half, you know, three consecutive three-city trips. I mean, you don't have to go through all that again, but uh, that All-Star break the four days it couldn't have come at a better time and i think the guys are energized and they're recharged and uh it'd be nice to get a bat but i think everybody's looking for the same thing right i mean everybody's looking for some offense and that's what makes it a little bit more difficult for david stern to pull something off again i mean who do you give up um to get a bat and is one bat gonna do the trick i think david is feeling as though and craig council has said this i mean they have the talent in that locker room right now to be able to score a lot of runs, which they have been doing, you know, since the All-Star break. So, um, you know, just got to have the guys that are in the lineup right now you know, get the job done and continue to swing the bats like they have you know, here in the second half. So, um, you know, the guys that they have, they need to get the job done. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull off getting another bat. We'll see. I'm going to be so mad if Juan Soto goes to the Cardinals. Like, that's the type both. of guy that yeah. the Cardinals would and, – and he's the, he's the type of guy that Bill, that the Cardinals would get, too. And he would just yeah. become this incredible – you know, hall. he's already on a Hall of Fame trajectory from what he's done in his young career so far, but he's the kind yeah. of guy that the Cardinals would get this year especially. just be so irritating. What would it mean for the NL Central if they end up getting him? 
Well, it certainly would uh, maybe, you know, affect the balance of power, right? I mean, you, you talk about everybody's looking for offense, and offense is down, and home runs are up, run scoring is down. But, I mean, it's not enough that you have Goldschmidt and Arnado and then to, to add Juan Soto. I mean, that that's about as good of a uh, one, two, three punch as you're going to find in at any time in baseball, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, I mean, that would be real disappointing, and I know that the Brewers are crossing their fingers hoping that he either goes to San Diego or L.A. The other two teams that seem to have, you know, the, the resources and the wherewithal to be picking up these guys. But the Cardinals have a way of pulling these things off. I and mean, we've seen it in the past. Who would have thought that they were going to get Goldschmidt back, you know, a few years ago? And then Arnado. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing how they're able to do this. And one of the reasons is they have a really rich, talented farm system. And, uh, you know, when you're a seller like the Nationals are, you're looking to, load up that minor league system. The Brewers picked up a couple of pretty good minor leaguers too in that deal for Josh. So we haven't talked about that, but, um, you know, it's all about the, the, the farm system. And again, you know, Soto, Soto's got another couple of years before he's a free agent. So, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, he already turned down almost a half a billion dollars. So we'll see, uh, we'll see where that's going right. to go. Talking with our friend Bill Schroeder from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. It, what you just said about the Nationals being sellers, we were talking a little bit about this earlier. They were winning the World Series not that long ago. Is what David Stearns does as a GM allow the Brewers to avoid, maybe it doesn't mean a World Series this year, but isn't that one of the positives of the way he goes about this is that he keeps them competitive and in the playoff chase and you don't have to go through being a seller and being a downtrodden franchise after you've had some success? Yeah, well, again, uh, you know, you'd have to ask David that. But in my opinion, I think you know, David has did a good job of covering covering his bases, not only making your team, you know, competitive this year. And I, I don't think that this trade for, you know, sending Josh Hader is, is a demoralizing deal. I think that yeah. they do have the talent to be able to cover the ninth inning and in return, and you're probably not going to be able to sign Josh after his free agent year, right? I mean, let's face it, it's right. not going to happen. Right in Milwaukee. So you get what you can. So you pick up a couple of couple of young you know, minor leaguers that have really been excelling. I mean, it's Robert Gasser, this 23-year-old lefty. He's got a lot of strikeouts. He's going to be going to double-A. 115 punch-outs in 91 innings. And again, I'm on my wall in Pittsburgh, so I have this stuff all on the top of my head. <laughs> Believe me, I don't have a piece of paper that I'm reading off of right now. But, but, and then this, then this Este Yuri Ruiz, I had to write that down phonetically. Este Yuri Ruiz, he's going to triple-A. This guy's got 60 stolen bases in the minor leagues. I mean, he's got some power, 14 homers. So uh, what you're saying about, you know, keeping the, uh, keeping the pipeline full is another thing David Stearns was concerned yeah. about. And, you know, I, you know, these guys, I mean, don't, don't be surprised if you don't see this Ruiz kid in the big leagues at some point this year. He does have 14 games with the Padres in the big leagues. So uh, he could be an impact player. He's still young. They're both 23 years old. So what you're saying is correct, you know. Not only do you not you, know, you add a closer, the Padres closer, but then you got some guys that are going to be able to you know get to the big leagues down the road. All right, two more things while you finish up your walk, Billy. One, um, I, I I mentioned the nineteen eighty three trade where the Brewers traded Gorman Thomas to the Cleveland Indians for Rick Manning and Rick Waits, and yeah. lo and behold, about a month later. A fresh-faced, curly-haired catcher 
made his major league debut, yeah. and his name was Bill Schroeder. Um, right, what, right. I, I always felt bad because Gorman Thomas was this, you know, larger than like, he ran through walls. He struck out a lot. He hit big home runs. He looked like a beer drinking Milwaukeean. And I always felt bad for Rick Manning because yeah. he, he, there was nothing. He didn't do anything wrong. What kind of teammate was he? You played with him. I mean, then he got a hard time too because he's the guy that got the base hit. While Molitor yeah. was in the on deck circle, waiting to try and get his 40th consecutive game and his and keep his streak alive. Yeah, what a great guy, Manning. I mean, it's it's like the guy it's like the guy that you know replaced uh, Steve Barbie at first base for the Dodgers, or you know the, right. the announcer that the announcer that replaces Vince Scully in Los Angeles. You can't win for losing. You want to be the next guy after that, you know, to be the center fielder. But Archie is a great guy. He still does uh, TV for the for the uh, guard. I almost said the I word, but it's the guardians now, but um, right. you know, I, we've been good friends for a long time. He's been to fantasy camp. I mean, he took that as well as anybody could. He got, he understood the whole thing. You know, Gorman left in an emotional state and he didn't want to go. And that was kind of the way it went for him. But, uh, you know, Rick uh, understood, you know, that it was going to be tough and the fans are still going to always love Gorman and they still do for that matter. So, you know, he couldn't have handled it any better. And, and, and as far as that base hit, I mean, how do you how do you drive in a you know winning run? Right, a walk up single, and you get booed off the field. But yes. and, fans, and, and fans couldn't believe he was actually trying to get a hit. I mean, come on now. I mean, you know, thirty nine game hitting streak's not too bad. But uh, who to say that Paulie would have got a hit after that? So we'll see. Whatever. Fans right, are Latin. fans, right? Right, exactly. All right, last thing. So we we talk about it being a business, and that's what trades are. But you got traded yourself. Can you tell us your trade to the Angels story and what that was like for you to go through, what that experience was like for you? Well, it was okay. You know, I was uh, up uh, hunting up in, uh, I think it was Oricon at the time when my trade happened. And, you know, I actually, I didn't have, you know, cell phones weren't, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. And I listened to the radio on my way home, and I hear on the radio that I got traded for Gus Polidor. So I went to the Angels. I heard... (laughs) I heard that I got traded on the radio. <laughs> there wasn't, you know, there wasn't cell phones, there wasn't internet, Twitter, all that stuff. But you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I pulled over and I called my wife because I just got traded. I mean, you know, so. But uh, you know, we had great, two two really good years in Anaheim. That was a lot of fun, you know. Um, you know, I, I was so fortunate to be able to get almost eight years in the big leagues. I had arm problems, but uh, I, I have no regrets about. Anything that happened to me back in those days, um, it, it just it, well, it, it turned it parlayed into what is now a 28-year uh, TV career with the Brewers. I, I couldn't be yeah. more fortunate. Well, and we would never, ever, ever <laughs> trade you, Billy. We appreciate you. Thanks for taking Jesse's call. Thanks for spending your walk in Pittsburgh with us. We really appreciate mm-hmm. you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. And by the way, Taos didn't threaten me. I just threw that in there. (laughs) I knew he didn't because it's not like he would talk to any of us when he's on vacation anyway. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. We'll talk to you later. Oh, he is the best. He is Bill Schroeder from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. Jesse and I will continue as we get ready for Packers practice, which will be kicking off in a little bit. Here from the Tundra Trio in the shadow of Lambeau Field, it's Wildey and Tausch.
You're listening to Wildy and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio.